welcome to another podcast of Speak God's Word. And today I'm going to share something that I shared on our last Friday night fellowship. Um, it's a teaching that I call Trust, Delight, Commit, which are words that are found in the book of Psalm in which we are going to begin our reading in. So if you go to Psalm chapter 37... And we're going to read verse 3 through 7. And it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. And verse 7, Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. For it not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. If we go back to verse 3, it says to trust in the Lord. Now, note, it doesn't say to trust your instincts. It doesn't say to trust your abilities. And it doesn't say to trust your experiences or your understanding of things or your understanding of a certain situation that you may be in. But what the Word of God does say is to trust in the Lord. By trusting in the Lord and doing good according to His will, thou shall be fed. That's what He promises, is that we shall be fed. You shall be taken care of. That is His word to us, that He will take care of us when we trust Him. Now, if we go to verse 4, then it says to delight yourself in the Lord. To delight oneself is to refresh oneself, to, to be soft or sensitive in a humble way. Now, the Word of God doesn't say to delight in one's inspiring words or in, or in the words of other men or perhaps a... Uh, a famous person or a, a book you read or or any of that sort of stuff. It says to delight yourself in the Lord. And that after we trust in the Lord, according to verse 4, we can delight ourselves in Him. In verse 5, it says to commit your ways unto the Lord. Now, committing requires the free will decision of a person to decide which path or direction or approach they want to take. There are many paths, directions, and approaches a person can take in order to accomplish their desires. However, there is no guarantee that it will come to pass. But the person who commits their ways unto the Lord is guaranteed that God will bring it to pass. Thus far, we have trust we delight and we commit ourselves unto the Lord. All three are said to be done unto the Lord. And when we make the decision to do so, then look what verse 7 says. Then we can rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Let us go to Proverbs chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 3, we're going to read verse 5 through 6. And it says again, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not 
on thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Verse 5, as we read back in Psalm 37, in verse 5 of Proverbs chapter 3, it says to trust in the Lord. And it says to trust in the Lord with all of your thought. We don't trust in the Lord with just a portion of our thought, or we're, or we don't say, well, I'm going to trust in the Lord, but I'm still going to trust in my experiences or in my own abilities to 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 do such things. No, it says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. We cannot trust our understanding and trust in the Lord at the same time. What was said in Psalm 37 is also said here regarding who to trust. It is in the Lord in whom we should trust and not in our own understanding or in the understanding of others, or in the words of others. But we are to trust in the Lord and in His Word. And verse 6 says to acknowledge Him. To acknowledge Him is to know, or to hear of, or to become known. We are to, get, we are to go to Him, to God, so that we can know of Him, or we can hear of Him, so that He can direct our paths. If we don't acknowledge Him, then He cannot direct our paths. If we don't trust Him, then He cannot direct our paths, right? So God's Word says to trust in Him and to acknowledge Him. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 22. 2 Samuel chapter 22. And in verse 31, it says, As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried or proven. He is a buckler to all them that trust in Him. According to this verse, God says that His way is perfect. And that's the reason why we can trust Him at His Word. That is the reason that we can acknowledge Him. It's because His way is perfect. Not our way, not our own will, but God's will. In Philippians chapter 4, let's go to the other side in the New Testament, Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, and I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. And it says, do not be anxious about anything. Now that word anxious in Greek is also can also be translated or is, it also means to be distracted, to be mentally distracted. Um, and we know that when we're distracted about things, it causes anxiety, right? We're, we're anxious about uh, a particular situation or something uh, in, in which is distracting us um, from, from a purpose or a goal. And here in verse 6, it says, Do not be anxious or distracted about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. You see, here we have, again, to acknowledge Him, to trust Him with all of your heart. And He tells us to not be distracted, to not be anxious, but in everything, every single thing that may cause anxiety to us or distract us it says by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving tell God about it acknowledge him and then verse 7 and the peace of God 
which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So verse 6, it's okay to be anxious? No, it does not say it's okay to be anxious. It does not say to deal with your anxiety or uh, take a prescription of uh, drugs to deal with your anxiety or to go speak to somebody about your anxiety. No, it says in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. It says do not be anxious. God does not want us to be distracted or anxious. Do not be caught up or distracted with things that cause anxiety. Things that you care so deeply about can cause anxiety. Instead, give to God whatever is causing you to be anxious and He will supply the peace. His peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding of, the, of any situation, will guard our hearts and our minds. Now let's go to the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. We're going to begin in verse 38. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he, Jesus Christ, entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. She was, that word cumbered is the word she was distracted. She was concerned um, about much serving and came to him, Jesus Christ. So Martha approaches Jesus Christ with her concern and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister Mary have left me to serve alone? Bid her or tell her, therefore, that she helps me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. And that word, that word careful and troubled is, is uh, the word careful is the word, is the same Greek word that was used in Philippians 4, 6, is to be distracted or anxious. Martha was anxious, she was distracted, therefore it caused her to be troubled. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha, thou art careful or anxious or distracted and are troubled about many things. Verse 42, but one thing is needful and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. From her. So what did Mary choose? Mary chose not to be distracted or anxious about uh, serving. Uh, what she was more focused on was the words that Jesus was speaking, that what he was teaching to them. And here we have a, a great example of how um, anxiety or being distract, uh, distracted um, keeps us from, from that peace of God or uh, doesn't allow us to hear or, or listen to the words of God, which brings us peace. And now let's go to the Gospel of Matthew. We're going to look at another example of that same Greek word that was used in Philippians 4.6. So the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6. And we're going to be, begin at verse 25. I'll get here in just a moment. 
verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than remnant? Now you look at the words, take no thought. And uh, other translations may, may translate this uh, differently, but very similar to what the Greek word means, and that is to be distracted or, or anxious. Uh, so take no thought for your life. Do not be anxious. Do not be distracted. Do not be overly concerned for your life. What you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to give your body or put on your body is not the life more than meat and the body than remnant. Verse 26, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? So if God takes care of the birds of the air, and the birds are not concerned about where they're going to go or what they're going to eat because God takes care of them, would He not take care of us as well? So why should we be overly concerned? Why should we be anxious or distracted about our daily needs when God promises to take care of those needs? Verse 27, Which of you, and here is the words again, by taking thought, it's the same Greek word, by taking thought, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his statue? So the words taking thought from the King James Version means to be distracted or to be anxious or overly concerned. So which of you by being overly concerned or distracted can add one cubit unto his stature? Or verse 28, And why take you thought for remnant? That word thought is the word uh, distracted or overly concerned or anxious. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, how they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, if he brings rain upon the grass, if he takes care of the earth, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Verse 31, Therefore, Take no thought, do not be distracted or overly concerned, saying, What are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or withal shall we, what are we going to be clothed with? Verse 32, For after all these things do the Gentiles or nations, referring to unbelievers, think about. This is what those who don't know God, those who don't trust God, this is what they are concerned about. This is what they are anxious about or stressed out about or distracted about. But we as children of God should take no thought for these things because God says that He will take care of us. Verse 32, For after all these things do the nations seek after, but your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all of these things. See, God is not ignorant of what you need. And then look what he says in verse 30 and verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things that will bring anxiety 
or being overly concerned with shall be added unto you. Remember in Psalm and in Proverbs where it says to trust in the Lord, to delight in the Lord, to commit ourselves into, in the Lord, and therefore we will find rest. God will feed us. God will take care of us. Philippians it says to not be anxious. We are told to in 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 everything by prayer and supplication let our requests be made known unto God. That is seeking first the kingdom of God. Is going to God in our time of need, going to God in our time of anxiety or being distracted. We go to Him, and He will take care of us. And then verse thirty four, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take care of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So rather than being anxious or distracted or overly concerned, which brings about stress, worry, doubt, fear, let us trust in the Lord. Let us delight ourselves in the Lord and let us commit unto the Lord because His word, His way is perfect. It, it brings us to a state of being filled because he takes care of our needs, the desires of our hearts and God bringing it to pass and his complete peace he will give to us. So I hope that this blesses you. Remember to always go to God and his word. His way is perfect. And let us continue to trust him and or learn to, to trust him more and more each day. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ.